0: Mark Erickson, Zach Veach, Felipe Nasser, and you're listening to Checkers & Records. Uh-huh. good morning good morning good morning i hope you are having a fantastic one so far we got a good amount to talk about here today checkers and records www.bwsports1.com check us out guys we are live now thanks for joining us here and a big shout out to each and every one of our partners here chummy motorsports harman designs butt kicker driving for dyslexia Bruising Racewear, Sean Nugent, The Rockstar Realtor, Doc Sports, and MyBookie.com getting it all done for us here, guys. You all are the best elite performance, Aries Academy, all of these guys getting it done here. Thanks for joining in today. We got some big news coming out of the IndyCar realm. We got some big news coming out of everywhere, really. Chili Bowl, Chili Bowl, Chili Bowl, absolutely, I hope you had your Fair share of some chili this week. I know I did. It was another good week for the Chili Bowl. And let's hop right on into that because this is where it gets a little interactive. I need you guys to talk with me here because I want to hear your opinions on that winner. Because Kyle Larson, you talk about a fantastic year last year. He gets it done. Last night, his second Chili Bowl win there takes his second Golden Digger award. And man, I'll tell you what. What a fantastic drive it was. You had Christopher Bell, the rest of the field just trying to take him out there, do everything they could to get around Larson, the, 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 the arguably the, the best driver on dirt right now, arguably one of the better drivers in a car right now, I think, if you ask. And that's where I'm going to go with this here right now. That was a very rough track. Right now, though, is with the momentum that we see Larson carrying right now with that that strong run he's got going right now, he's hopping in a solid ride here in NASCAR next year. What do you think? I mean, do you think he gets a win? Do you think he, he's in the playoffs there? Do you think he has a long run there? I want to know your guys' opinions on this because I was talking to somebody the other day. I think we're we're going to see Larson with a solid two wins. He'll he'll make it into the the playoffs obviously, <clears throat> but past that, I don't think he goes too far into it just because of the. I'm not gonna say the the pressure that's on Larson to perform next year, but he's got a lot of eyes on him next year. He's got a lot of people looking at what he's gonna do, what he what he can do here in that Hendrick ride. So. That's where I really I look forward to seeing what he can do coming off of a year with so much momentum. A lot of guys having dealt with what he has dealt with in this situation and in what Damon I can't classify adversity here in this is he is a lot of guys would have just kind of hid back behind a wall, maybe hoped for a, a solid uh year off uh just maybe personally. And got back with it in the next year if they were able to pick up a ride. Well, Larson wasn't happy with just sitting around doing nothing, so he went and raced what he truly loved in that in that dirt side. You could tell he's a driver, he's a racer. He wanted to be out there. He admitted his faults, and and now it, it's I I think that momentum is almost going to carry him a little better here going into this next season than we have seen in the past. So it'll be interesting to see, no doubt, when it comes to that, for sure. So I I really look forward to seeing uh, Larson come back, not only his return back, because he's a good driver, but his return on such a strong uh, run of momentum here, just a strong, uh, solid run he's had this season. It's it's very impressive to watch. Like I said, a lot of people faced with what he was faced with. Would have just went home and and sat around for a year. They they would have collected themselves, maybe not even got back to the track So, uh you you do have to give him some sort of credit when it comes to that there. Uh I, I think like I said, he admits his his wrong faults and everything there. So, very Christmassy. I don't know about Christmassy. Hey, tis the season, right? All right. Kyle, what do you think on that? What do you think uh we see Larson really run around in this uh in this next season? in cup i mean do you think you see him with a a solid season do you think he has a a good first season back or or do you think it's kind of a a flop here we'll see uh interested to hear what you guys have to think about that so definitely share that with me let you let me know what you're thinking when it comes to that aspect of things so uh like i said definitely look forward to seeing what he's got when he comes back into nascar because I'll tell you what that that run yesterday at the Chili Bowl just very impressive and uh that that's another thing we we talk about these other drivers that kind of make their one off and Chase Elliott we hear him talking cuz he he makes the F main and that's that's where he sits he doesn't come out and he doesn't make the the main event so uh, you you talk to him afterwards and and you hear him saying, "Hey, you know, maybe this shouldn't have been my second midget race. Maybe I did get into a little more than I was expecting here with the Chili Bowl. So it's kind of uh, interesting to see that aspect there as well, to uh, to look at a NASCAR champion like Chase Elliott, and a guy that you know can drive, but at the same time is still a little apprehensive. He says, hey, you know, I I, got, I bit off a little more than I could chew right here. This, this is some stuff right here. And I, I go back to H2K Racing their Case, and – and, you know, they were saying that that was a rough track last night. And and I think everybody would agree with you. Larson would agree with you. And definitely Christopher Bell. Like I said, these guys were going just right at each other. You, you knew Christopher Bell was going to give Larson a run for his money. Good morning, Katie. And he, he did just that. He gave him everything he had. That right rear, it clipped the cushion up on the top side. And Bell just went for a wild ride then. So I, I saw right before I went live, there's a video out there of Christopher Bell's flip from his onboard. So I will watch that. Uh, it, that's the, it goes to say, I, I know every time we see uh, an accident like this, especially when they got a flip count at the Chili Bowl and it's up to 38 and these guys walk away. I, I think that goes into uh, leaps and bounds and talks to the safety of the the sport and really how far it's gone uh uh, throughout the years so again larson just with a uh absolute phenomenal he even caught himself on that cushion a couple times so he he really had to save it uh bell caught him uh, when he got caught up there so it was a it was a pretty good race i will say i was a little disappointed in two things here when it came to the chili bowl number one when you switch from flow to MAV tv I, that blows my mind, and, and I know it happens, I know I know it's been a thing, but it, it just, you you have all the viewership with Flow, Flow has a very good uh, broadcast, and then you switch to MAV TV, and the quality's off, these guys are talking over intros, it, it, it just doesn't make sense to me, um, so I, I was a little disappointed in that, and I was a little disappointed, and, and this is where this could be part me not knowing dirt as much as the asphalt side, but it just seemed like that track prep and everything took forever to get going. It, it didn't seem like we were racing until about twelve fifteen Eastern, and I get that they're behind us a couple hours. I think I think it's a two hour difference, but who man made it a little hard to uh, to hold on. I was holding on loosely, there as Taylor would say, hold on loosely. Don't let go because there's some Chili bull action that we had going so. Connie's giving Scott Schroeder some good luck. Good luck, Scott. So um, we were uh, uh, talking Chili Bull. We move into a uh, a big story of the week that nobody saw coming. I know my brother is a fan of this man. I know many other people fans of the family in itself. Um, but at the end of the day, Marco Andretti announces this week that he will step out of a full-time ride here in IndyCar, and he's going to focus on the Indianapolis 500 and his future for the most part. So uh, he said he's not done with racing. He still wants to kind of go down the avenues of sports cars, um, uh, do the endurance-style racing that we see coming on, maybe even take a um, uh, uh, sorry a 24-hour seat here. Um, possibly, so he's reaching out to teams. I think in IMSA now, trying to see if he can get a uh, a ride going in, in some respect. There, like I said, his main focus here in IndyCar now going to be the Indianapolis 500 and the team that he runs with his father. But at the end of the day, uh, I think we're shocked. Yes, are we? Are we upset? I don't think a lot of us are. Uh, I'm going to read an excerpt here. I'm going to read what Rick Helms, a gentleman from the NSRL night shift racing league, what he posted here. And I I think this captures Marco's uh, career pretty well here. He says, I wanted him to succeed so much. I've been an Andretti fan since I was a young teen over half a century. I reveled in Mario's World Championship, and I was in the Grand Sands in Indy when he dominated the 1987 race until breaking with a handful of laps to go. I rooted for Michael, John, and Jeff as they carried the Andretti name into a second generation. When Marco came along to represent the third Andretti wave and nearly won the Indy 500 at his first attempt, losing in that last 100 yards to Sam Hornish Jr., I'd figured he'd bounce back, says Rick Helms. He never did, with an exception of a couple wins at Sonoma and Iowa and a sparse smattering of podium finishes elsewhere. His career is a parade of double-digit finishes in a sport where most races only have a couple dozen starts. He's been a consistent bottom half of the field driver. That's a shame. His father, Michael, was much more successful team owner than he was as a driver and here's the hoping Marco finds his groove outside of the cockpit as well. So hopefully we, we do see him kind of make a run into uh, the outside uh, of uh, the ownership, maybe team management, uh, uh, some kind of uh, strategist, uh, coach. I don't know exactly where the the future lies for Marco, um, but I, I think... The IndyCar fan base, I think the the racing fan base is ready to to be, and I say this in respect, but we're ready to be done with Andretti on the track for now. It's that that those three I think have have sat their stay for quite some time here, and it's time to let somebody else, whether it be step into that seat there with Marco, or whether it be the uh um that they they leave a a seat open and they focus more on the drivers that they have cuz we've talked about that before with Andretti kind of being a little little spread thin here so maybe they focus more on the indie lights maybe that's something Marco could really take into a run of his own is the um uh, managing that that minor league team, if you will, for progression into. Because you, you look at what Red Bull has done in F1, and I think that's something like what Andretti is trying to capture here in IndyCar. You have this feeder series in that Indy Lights, the, the USF 2000s and such like that. So Andretti really wants to grow his drivers and progress them through, train them almost, as if you will, to be a team of Andretti. And not a, a race car driver, I, I guess. It, it, if that makes any sense, you, you get them young enough, you progress them through the the rankings in your team, and they're trained in the way you want them to. They don't have any any other knowledge, so to speak, uh, outside of uh, the the professional world here. So, um, I think, uh, and, and like you said, Chuck. I, I mean, a lot of people could say I'm a Marco hater. I just I, I don't like the the person that gets by just off of a name and unfortunately like rick said i i think that's kind of where marco got off because in a in a uh, uh a sport that a lot of people don't make as half as many starts as he does but they finish above him so uh, i i think there was a little name there but it it'll be nice to see i think marco has the ability to do something strong in sports cars, I think Marco has the ability to be a solid competitor still in the racing uh, atmosphere. Just not an Indy car. I, I think that is past him. So uh, I, I think, uh, like Rick said, after that that defeat by Sam Hornish Jr. in that 500, unfortunately, it it held that great cloud over his career there, and it was it was really hard for for him. I mean, you had that sitting there. You had the 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 name Andretti over here as well. That's tough to overcome there. So I I really see uh, uh, Marco. I I just don't see. I I hope that he finds a a good groove like Rick says in the outside of the cockpit there. So uh, looking forward to see what he could bring. <coughs> a little more news in IndyCar is uh the that seat at Foyt we know has filled so. That that uh, name with Grosjean, that possibility there, that's gone. So now instead of Grosjean, we've got, or sorry, instead of Foyt, we've got Grosjean talks going up here with Coin now. So uh, there there's uh, links there. So supposedly uh, Roman Grosjean could very possibly still be coming to IndyCar in that seat. So still a couple seats to fill, like I said. Um, you you got that possible seat with Marco is that a seat that's filled or does Andretti kind of push this one off and say okay let let's get going here let's let's fully understand what we got as a team let's get uh, a grasp here and let's get back on track for championships before we add another car back into the uh, the mix here so <laughs> it'll be interesting to see how that kind of unfolds so uh, we move into a little I racing here today, and we get ready for some endurance racing as the 24 Hour of Daytona fires off here this week. Friday, Saturday, Sunday here this next weekend. They got a couple splits here, a couple uh, different opportunities for you guys to get into it. I know uh, the guys over at ECRS, I'll be riding with them, and there's a, a couple teams going in there. You do have to be a C road license and uh you you gotta be up to to date on that you gotta have that Daytona track obviously in in one of those cars that you're running in it's a 24-hour race there's guys looking so if you want to be part of it it's not too late it's not too late at all it's this week but there's guys looking for teams all over the place you can hop in maybe meet a friend maybe meet a buddy there's nothing wrong with that come on out and have some fun over there and uh I I'll, I'll tell you what the 24 hour those endurance racing on i racing it, it's a really good time it's a it's a blast you get to sit down and, and really uh it's just a a group of guys having a just a good old time that's uh, at the end of the day just a good old time there so uh take <laughs> it that'll hit the recap that'll hit the recap I can't brag too much about my winning in uh, the B yesterday I, Woo! woo. So, got excited there, but uh, yeah, looking forward to the the weekly recap we got coming at you. Uh, we got loads of stuff coming through CWTV as more leagues are going to start unfolding here. Get going! Uh, we look forward to that. And guys, if if you are uh, running a CWTV, if you got a, a checkers and records, anything like that. Send me the pictures. I want to get those in each and every week on that weekly recap. I love seeing what you guys are doing out there. I know somebody was involved. They uh, ran a checkers and record scheme yesterday in the six hours of iRacing at the uh, iRacing Super Speedway. So a very interesting run there. iRacing Super Speedway. What's like What? Huh? It's six hours. Can't imagine being a driver in that there. So, uh. Like you know, it's 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 always fun. That's what I like about iRacing is you you get to see a little of the the uh kind of the the awkward in racing too. You get, you got to make your own fantasy race. You got to make your own world there, I guess. So looking forward to uh, practicing here, getting uh, hard and heavy with it this week. The twenty four hours of Daytona coming at you, and then we got some more fun. Like I said, CWTV gonna get live back in action here with some more leagues monsters of dirt gonna be starting up we got uh, kings of sling getting into full throw here so definitely looking forward to you that and uh everything we got going there so guys thanks again for hopping on here today a little shorter i know not much to talk about here in the off season so uh, we'll be looking to get some guests on we're going to talk a little more carding here as we go forward, we're gonna we're we're gonna be moving into uh, to what these guys want to see in the off season. So we really appreciate you guys for tuning in here and checkers and wreckers here to today. You guys are the best. Appreciate you each and every one of you. A big shout out again to each and every one of our partners: my bookie, Harmon Designs, Chummy Motorsports, Butt Kicker, Driving for Dyslexia, a Bruisey Racewear. Sean Nugent, the Rockstar Realtor, and Doc Sports, guys. We'll see you later. Till then, peace.